Friday. I've made it. We've made it. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Mandalorian, it's moving in an interesting direction. Life is moving in a sometimes not vertical direction. It, it just it comes and it goes. But here we are. The Academy Awards are on Sunday. The one sure bet that I have, I mean, yes, things could change. Things could morph into some kind of shit storm. And then you're probably saying, but I thought you told us this was going to happen. You were wrong, dude. Well, I am, well, to quote the song, I'm only human. (laughs) I'm not going to go through the rest right there. If you grew up in the 80s, you know. Now, this is one sure bet that I have. On Christmas Eve, I watched a performance that I absolutely loved, that I kind of identified with. I thought, whoa, that is a per- it's a it's a it's not a you know batshit crazy per- it could be but and and there's no makeup involved um it it was a performance that i thought ah this is transformative because this actor has never given a performance like this and if you're going back inside i'm following you inside and if you're going home i'm following you there too now if i've done something to you just tell me what I've done to you. And if I said something to you, maybe I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it. But I don't think I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it. But if I did, then tell me what it was. And I'll say sorry for that too, Colin. With all my heart, I'll say sorry. Just stop running away from me like some fool of a moody schoolchild. But you didn't say anything to me. And you didn't do anything to me. Well, that's what I was thinking, like. I just don't like you no more. Yesterday. Oh, did I? Yeah. I thought you did. So. A hundred years ago, on a tiny island in Ireland, you had these two gentlemen who were friends one day, and then the next day, (laughs) all shit ensues. That, of course, was the Banshees of Inishirin, directed by Martin McDonough. I loved it at first glance. I want to thank the friend who told me to watch it, and I watched it on Christmas Eve. It was on HBO Max. As I was finishing it up, I ordered the Blu-ray. That's how crazy I am. Oh, my goodness, this plot. Mm, it's been one hell of a day. 
At the tail end of the Irish Civil War in 1923, on the fictional Irish Isle of Inishirin, whose name literally translates as the tr island of Ireland, folk musician Colm Doherty abruptly begins ignoring his lifelong friend and drinking buddy. Oh, God. I gotta do this. Padraic or Padark and they're friends and then all of a sudden what happens I think he doesn't want to be his friend anymore I think many of us have had moments like that now it's called ghosting I know people who have done that I've done that myself alright shit has ensued and sometimes you just kind of wait there are certain people who remain nameless where it's like, oh my God, just go away, go away. But then there are those like Park, played by Colin Farrell, who they, they just, they feel something different. And the whole loneliness and that's his drinking buddy. That's his friend. And this is 1923 on in, in a there's nothing else to do there except goats and donkeys and drink and that's it and burn shit up and break shit it's in 1923 and then you have Brendan Gleeson and Carrie Condon and um, what's the other gentleman's name they're all nominated Barry Keoghan they are all and Martin McDonough who gave it to us there was script in his direction I absolutely loved the Banshees of Inishirin. You, ha you have to say it in that. You just have to. That, is, that has been my gut. Even through all these Guild Awards, you know, Colin Farrell won the Best Actor at the Golden Globes. Austin Butler won, the, you know, drama. Um, Austin Butler won the... I'm so tired of hearing that name. The uh, BAFTA. <laughs> And then uh, Brendan Fraser won the uh, Screen Actors Guild Award. Okay. So there's going to be an upset. And I don't see it as an upset. It's like when I saw The Favorite. And I loved uh, Olivia Coleman. And yeah, many even Olivia Coleman did not foresee her win. But it was such a great moment, as did Adrian Brody 20 years ago, who at, at that point was the young, still is, I think, the young, no. Is he still the youngest Best Actor winner? Probably. At 29 years of age. So, Colin Farrell. He's going to get it for the Banshees of Inishirin. I, that is my gut. You know how sometimes... You should pay attention to your gut reaction, your gut instinct, intuition. Yes, I am a man. We are not known for our intuition. Women are known for their intuition. We just kind of, well, we'll turn on this corner and just hope that things get better. And then it doesn't work that way. And I remember a professor of mine once telling me, listen to your gut reaction always trust it listen to it and so I listened to it and um, it you know 
I watched it on Christmas Eve, and I think some people assume that watching it like I was trying to be antisocial, and I wasn't. I paused it a couple of times. I waited for everyone to leave so I could finish it. My niece and nephew were not going to watch that with me. You know, Brendan Gleeson's character cutting off his fingers. Let's get real. My family, we were eating pozole. I wasn't. And tamales and Mexican pastry. It was a Mexican Christmas Eve. And it, and it was amazing. It was wonderful. And then Christmas Day, the next, you know. Um, but, and I think I watched Glass Onion soon after. And I preferred the Banshees of Inishirin over uh, Glass Onion. But that's just me, you know. Knives Out, the original was perfect. That cast was just stellar. I know I, I sound kind of... Uh, Oh God! I sound like a cliche saying "stellar." Oh God! Oh, get out! Get out! Huh? It's been one long day. I can't stop yawning. I had sushi. I went and bought a magazine. I was trying to look for a book on Salvador Dali, and then I was gonna buy the Divine Comedy, and I thought, no, no, Dante's Inferno. <laughs> no. I don't think so. My voice is... This is where I like my voice at, is at this level. You know, I have to, like, sing a couple of bars to kind of get it here. Kind of get it nice and oiled up. Um, I, I say that because my friend, since college, she was... I got her to listen, and she was like, Oh, my God, you sound so different. Because I know how to kind of, with my speaking voice, I've never liked my speaking voice. Nope. You know, um, and as a teacher, I still don't. I have to access it in a different way to get my point across. I love speaking on a microphone. When I speak on a microphone, it's like, okay, bring a little bit of the podcaster out, but not a whole lot. You know, I want you to pay attention, and I know how to emphasize that. But if I could talk like this all day, I mean, people would kind of, people, I think they wouldn't know what to do. Like, why are you talking like that? What's going on? And I'm speaking from the diaphragm and um, it's not always easy to do that. You know, if there, if someone could teach me a trick of how to speak through the diaphragm daily and through my work and uh, even after hours, I would be fine. But then I think they would probably see it as like a performance that I am performing all the time and I don't like to perform all the time. I'm a little bit of an introvert, a little bit of an extrovert. I like people, but I like my alone time. I think people kind of see me sitting by myself eating and some people told me, oh, I look sad and I'm not. I am enjoying my own company and I'm probably texting or I'm probably reading something or probably thinking about a podcast, which I was. And, and my sure bet was to talk to you about Best Actor and Colin Farrell's going to take it. I, I'm not even going to say it if I'm wrong because, you know, that's just how I roll. And I don't want people to say, oh my God, you were right. I, for me, it's not about being right. It's about what I feel. The instinct. The gut reaction of what I feel in that moment in time when I'm watching a performance such as that. And, you know, I don't watch a lot of Colin Farrell's performances. I mean, he's a really good actor. 
I think we forget that. I think that people think, oh, he's an action person. He played the Penguin last year. You know, um, he was in SWAT. Uh, and he's been around a long time. But see, this performance, this performance stands out because he has never given a performance of this magnitude. And I say that with a capital M. He has never given a performance of that magnitude ever. And it's quite striking. I know that not everyone's going to see it that way, but that's how I see it. It also makes up for the fact that other films that I really liked were not nominated, like The Pale Blue Eye, like The Northman. And so here we are. We have arrived. I mean, I don't, I don't want to do a, a whole long show for you. Um, because I understand people, people have shit to do, you know. And um, I have shit to do. I want to relax. And um, this is a uh, spring break for me. At the same time. As a professional, <laughs> not just a podcaster, I um uh, I like what I do. I thrive upon it. I get up, and I and probably some people think I'm too cheerful, and that's fine. But that's my way of getting through the day. It's like uh, I'm I am an internal optimist. You know, there are other the men in my family. Let <laughs> you want me to be very very brutally honest. Are very pessimistic. And, and at the same time, it's because we have different life experiences. In my siblings, for instance, most of them, I would say, are probably pessimistic. And I'm an eternal optimist because I can't help that. You know, as I, I won't dive too much into my personal life, but as someone who didn't really experience high school in the best light um, and kind of came out the other side, you know, all... I mean, you can't just feel sorry for yourself. You have to move on. You have to continue. And I don't see things... It's like when... When I turned 40, people were telling me some very negative shit. Body's gonna fall apart. And it's gonna be depressing. And no one's gonna want to do this to you. And I'm like, okay. Okay. But I will say that... And I'm sure Colin Farrell... Colin Farrell, is he in his 50s or 40s? feel you know when you're in your 40s you feel a little more secure in your own skin and as you know people will say things about me and I just have to let it roll off my shoulder yes yeah, sometimes I'm like oh why don't they like me and this is more for adults than the students that I teach you know I care about all of them and I say that to them uh, but like if, if an adult doesn't like me it's like okay you just gotta you gotta just roll with it you know whatever people i think people have their perceptions and this is where it fits into the banshees of initiation and you know people have perceptions of people whether it's friends or family or lovers and that we only think one way but as a human being there are as many different layers you know you have to peel the onion there's many different layers to each and every one of us. I have so many different layers. I think people see me as someone who is kind of too fast, um, not responsible. I am responsible. Um, 
I'm sure of myself, but if I'm in a dilemma, it's like, okay, we got to kick it into overdrive. And I, I work my hardest to get that across, you know? And so with the Banshees of Inishirin, you look at Colin Farrell's performance. And this is someone who goes to bed thinking, oh, I'm going to see my friend at the pub and wakes up and it's like the no good, very bad day. It's like that book that we've all read as children. It's a it's a polar opposite of what you thought was going to happen the next day as life continues on and you live your life. And and but at the same time, people change and people outgrow us and um, ghost us. And uh, yeah, there's some people that I can think of right now. Hopefully they're not listening. And if they are, you know, I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I am an eternal optimist. And if someone says to me, you know, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay. But eventually they come back and it's like, oh, oh, okay. All right. And I kind of just, I'm on the alert. Like, okay, when are you going to pull your crazy shit again? You know? Because that's, that's for me, that's kind of a protection device that I've installed in myself. You know, that, you know, I, I can't forget when people kind of wrong me. It's like, all right. All right. And you're just kind of waiting for it. And then it doesn't happen. It's like, oh, okay, maybe they did change. Maybe that person is still inside them and they're, they're on their best behavior, you know. So that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast I am going to go and relax. Uh, I don't feel that I've deserved it. I feel that, you know, like all things, okay, the the journey continues. I don't look at life like I deserve. Now, those around me, when I say, oh, you deserve it, I mean it. I mean it because I don't like to fake it and I don't lie. I don't like liars. Um... So, yeah, that really is the whole thing of it. And um, on Sunday night, I will be very happy to see someone whose performance is very ethereal. Not ethereal. I'm so tired. Uh, Very raw. Very raw and transformative because I think we've all been there. I'm sure he has been there at some point. And you have to just move on, you know, you have to, you have to grow a new set of skin. So as always, unpleasant dreams.